Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Please welcome. It's the opening kickoff with Carver and Lisi. <laughs> Carver and Lisi with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159. Good to have you with us on a Monday night on the grid. 844-843-6879 is the number. Solo mission tonight, Sans Joe. Joe is out on assignment. So, we don't get the nightly, you know, double dog, diamond, Mountain West win total of the night uh, from Joe. Uh, but in his absence, uh, I will try in the second hour uh, to come up with a couple. We are going to look at some college football stuff because you want to know why? Because college football starts this week. That's right. We've made it. The long off season is over. The last football game we saw that mattered was the Super Bowl. Forget the dopey spring football, the XFL, the USFL, that nonsense. Preseason football, no, 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 no. We have college football coming up on Saturday. It's a game week here on Carver and Lisi. So we will, of course, uh, discuss that plenty uh, leading up. And of course, why not the first game on Saturday? The Fighting Irish of Notre Dame taking on Navy across the pond at the Aviva in Dublin. Uh, the excitement has already gotten to me. I love that it's finally game week. I'm so tired of the dopiness uh, with training camps, preseasons, the talk. I want real games, uh, and they do happen this week. Uh, so we have that going on. We have late-night Left Coast Major League Baseball, including uh, the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. That's underway. The Marlins and the Padres underway. Padres just got a uh, run in the bottom of the first. Mariners beating up on the White Sox. Mariners have been smoking hot. Going for seven in a row tonight. 9-1. What a weekend for them in Houston. Houston's up 7-3, by the way, on the Red Sox uh, down in in, uh, Houston. Mets leading the Braves 10-4 as they go to the ninth uh, in Atlanta. So the Met bats uh, coming alive in a big way. That's for sure. We also have the final preseason game of week number two. As the Ravens and the 
Washington football team, now known as, but probably won't be forever known as, the Commanders, is taking on the Ravens right now. And it is 21-17 Ravens, uh, about midway through the third quarter. As um, the Ravens, of course, are going for 25 in a row. 25 in a row uh, for preseason games. And the, really, it doesn't matter. The Commanders, uh, the story for them tonight is clearly what they got out of Sam Howell. And we'll talk about this a little later. But Sam Howell doing his best Joe Montana preseason version tonight. 19 for 25, 188, two touchdowns. Scrambling for first downs. I mean, this dude uh, was excellent tonight. Excellent. Got Dotson involved. Got McLaurin involved. Everything you'd ever want to possibly see uh, from Sam uh, from Sam Howell. You saw it tonight. So that will be the story there. Uh, but the Ravens now up 21-17 will try to extend. As uh, they were down at the half and they've got uh, Vokalek. Who? Vokalek touchdown from Anthony Brown to make it 21-17. So uh, they'll probably extend this thing to 25 games. That's usually what the Ravens do. Uh, they play great in the second half. Their backups and third stringers are, are better than everybody else's apparently every year. That's how you win preseason football games. So we have all of that. Mike Carver with you. As we said, no Lisi tonight. No go for the two. He'll be back with me on Wednesday night as we get a couple nights uh, Joe out on assignment. I do have some friends, uh, of course, stopping by, though, uh, throughout the course of tonight's show. My man John Jastrzemski from uh, New York, New York, the Ringer podcast. Uh, he will join uh, in hour number one as we're going to basically – I already – this is how me and Johnny drew it up. The first segment we're gonna hit the Yankees like a pinata, and then in the second bit, in the second segment we're going to uh, talk about football season-long future bets. So that's the plan right now for JJ in hour number one, as uh, he of course has uh, SNY late night after the Met game, as they're beating up on the Braves. Uh, so we'll do a little uh, Yankee pinata whacking and um, some NFL future talk, and then I believe in the second hour, the doorbell will ring. For the sportsbook consigliere, so he'll probably be hanging with me in the second hour tonight, uh, Sans Joe. And then uh, when Joe comes back Wednesday, we will give you. A, I'm going to wait for the full uh, UTEP Jacksonville State breakdown until Joe's back on Wednesday. So I know that that one is also uh, right at the fingertips for Saturday afternoon, but we'll wait <laughs> till Joe's back in the saddle to to break down Jacksonville State and UTEP. <laughs> Week zero, baby. Real football. It's here. Let's go. Two weeks from Thursday night. Lions, Chiefs, at Arrowhead. Oh, I can't wait. I'm glad that we finally made it this far. Uh, all right, so we'll come back. Uh, we'll take a look at everything that's going on live. We got uh, Jonathan Taylor trying to get out of Indianapolis. Got several other things. We got the golf. How can I go this long and not mention the golf? What a win for Victor Hovland. We're just getting going on a Monday night. Carver and Lisi on the grid. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. Carver and Lisi with you. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM. Channel 159. Good to have you with us on a Monday night. Uh, Carver sans Lisi. As Joe is out on assignment, uh, trying to get a couple last days out before college football officially starts on Saturday. So uh, Joe will be back with us on Wednesday night uh, to preview UTEP and Jacksonville State. (laughs) And... uh, FIU and LaTeX. Hey, I, I'm. It sounds like I'm joking around and like I'm not excited for these games, but I am. I will take UTEP and Jacksonville State any day of the week over these NFL preseason games. Over the USFL playing at the you know at the Liberty Bowl or wherever the hell they played uh, Canton. I'll take it over the XFL. I'll take any of it. I got seven or eight games on Saturday. They might not be as appealing uh, to the average fan, but they are beyond appealing uh, to me. Can't wait uh, at all for these games. Little Ohio and San Diego State in primetime with the governor on the call. Doesn't get much better than that. The governor out out in San Diego. That's for sure. Uh, Here's what's cooking right now. We're going to have J.J. next segment uh, from New York, New York, as uh, we'll beat up the Yankees a little bit and then do some NFL futures. Mets lead the Braves 10-4. This game is now going to the bottom of the ninth inning in Atlanta with uh, last licks for the Braves. Uh, They're catching 5.5 right now on the live line. So that one's pretty much done. Mariners have a 9-1 lead on the White Sox. It's the top of the eighth inning in Chicago. As uh, Mariners, I know, got homers from Cal Raleigh and Teoscar Hernandez tonight. This will be their seventh win in a row. Um, as they end with uh, Houston's winning tonight, Tampa was idle, uh, so they'll stay in a. They're in one of the wild card spots right now. We'll see what happens with Texas. They may gain a game in the AL West, uh, depending on what goes on there in Arizona. Houston does lead uh, Boston 7-3. They also could gain a game on Texas, who's scoreless in the top of the third inning, uh, as they have not scored on uh, Chaconi yet. For the Diamondbacks, of course, the Rangers have Gumby, Jordan, Montgomery going tonight. They're still minus 152. Six and a half in the top of the third down the live total. I could see some runs at some point in that one between Texas and Arizona. Might be one to keep an eye on. The Marlins and the Padres, bottom two at Petco. Padres lead one to nothing there. Weather's going for Miami tonight. Gives up a lot of homers. That's why we've got uh, Tatis and Soto lined up for us tonight uh, with the long balls. And the Royals and the A's. 
in I would love to know what's the uh, what's the head count there? Can you count on one hand how many people are at that one at the ashtray? Jeez, the two worst teams in baseball. One one bottom of the second out there. Uh, I think Blackburn was going for the A's tonight. That's for sure. Um, so that's what's uh, currently going on in terms of stuff that's already finished. The Phillies beat the Giants 10 to four. Uh, there was an awesome inside-the-park homer from Bryce Harper in that game. Kyle Schwarber hit a homer. Uh, Bohm hit a homer. Uh, just hammering away with the Phillies. Hopefully they do the same tomorrow on Dinger Tuesday. Hope the Phillies bring all that home run magic that they had tonight and transfer it right over to Dinger Tuesday tomorrow. One can only hope. Uh, Cubs beat the Tigers 7-6. Good win for the Cubbies. Uh, as they got uh, a couple in the ninth, it looked like. Uh, yeah, Madrigal and Hap with some RBIs broke the tie in the ninth. They were able to hold on for the 7-6 win. Uh, so, look, they have this long stretch against really bad teams that they are in. And they need to take care of business. They got two out of three from the Royals over the weekend. And you get two out of three from the Tigers and then three out of four from the Pirates. These three series in a row against some of the worst teams in baseball, if the Cubbies are serious about sticking around here, they've got to pick up some ground uh, and get wins against bad teams. The Pirates beat up the Cardinals 11-1 tonight. Palacios had a three-run homer. He drove in five. Real good night uh, for the Buccos uh, is Hatch. Went three, and then Falter came in after him. So that's they kind of did one of those tricks, uh, opener into the guy who's usually been starting out in Pittsburgh. And the Reds and the Angels did not play out in Anaheim, of course, uh, with all the weather situation that you had there, weather and earthquakes in Southern California. Uh, I did talk, you know, Pharrell's out there because I've been hosting Coast to Coast all week, and uh, he kind of gave me the New York blow-by-blow of it. And it's like it's they're not used to it down there. It's not. It's just something that hasn't happened. A storm like that in decades, hitting Southern California. So obviously, hopefully, everybody's safe over there. Uh, but no, no Reds and Angels tonight. They will play a deuce on Wednesday. So Wednesday, they're looking to play the doubleheader between the Reds and the Angels. They'll just play one game tomorrow night, uh, and finally start that series. And thankfully, they're still going to offer us up Giolito. Uh, on a dinger Tuesday. So Giolito is supposed to go tonight. We get him pushed back a day. That's good for us. We can maybe get Ellie De La Cruz uh, with a nice uh, little like plus 475, plus 500 homer off of Giolito tomorrow night. Uh, so that's a very good thing as well. Uh, as far as the football goes, Ravens and Commanders now 21-20. Monday night football, the one tune-up that Buck and Aikman get. 21-20. Commanders just got a Joey Sly field goal to cut it to one. We know the deal with the Ravens. They're going for their 25th straight preseason win, which uh, that and I think I said earlier, that and 275 get you on the subway. Who cares? I guess if uh, some people think it matters, there you go. I think the the biggest thing that's come out of this game tonight is Sam Howell, 19 of 25, 188, two touchdowns, looked very good. Very good. And you know why? A little confidence after Ron Rivera named him the starter. Probably should have did it a little earlier. <laughs> we got all over Ron last week. Just name him the starter already. He and I really going to play Jacoby Brissett. And he finally does, and, and how lights it up. Will that be a sign of things to come in the regular season? Eh, probably not. But it's nice to see if you're a Washington fan tonight, that's for sure. And it's good that he got everybody. Dotson, McLaurin, everybody in the mix. 
So there you go, a little commander football. One thing I also did see, because the clips, obviously, it's starting to really make the rounds. They had the new owner, Josh Harris, in the booth on ESPN with Bucket Aikman. Go take a look at that uh, that beauty. Now I don't know Josh Harris. Uh, maybe he's just a, always a you know kind of a little bit of a zany guy, but he's either a really zany guy or he had a couple cold ones before he went in there with Buck and Aikman. I don't know. I mean I have no idea. But he was all he was all over the place. And Buck's like you know talking to him and he's moving his hands around. The guy's reaching out to shake his hand. I mean the interview. It's like a minute into the interview. It was so bizarre. You'll see it. You just go on uh, go on Twitter. No, I'm not calling it the X. Just go on Twitter uh, and take a look, and you'll see uh, immediately the Josh Harris stuff, which is uh, pretty comical. And you see Aikman kind of trying not to laugh over on the side. It's a little unintentional comedy night from Josh Harris. But he actually did say some things, you know, that I'm sure Washington fans would be happy about hearing. You know, we want to get a new stadium. God, do they ever need that? You know, we believe in Sam Howell. All the right things uh, that you want to hear from the new owner uh, tonight. I'd like to see what he thinks about Ron Rivera about 17 weeks from now. That's what I'd really like to see. Under six and a half uh, for the Washington football team, now known as, but won't be known as forever, as the Commanders. Carver and Lisey Sports Grid Radio, 844-843-6879. We'll come back. My man JJ, John Dostramski, with me on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. Carver and Lisey with you. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 159. Uh, just Carver tonight. Sans Lisey as he's out on assignment. Uh, he'll be back on Wednesday night as we uh, get full throttle into the first week of college football. 
Uh, cannot wait for that. Uh, that's for sure. Finally, we are here. No more nonsense. Real football on Saturday, starting at the Aviva in Dublin across the pond for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish and Navy. And, of course, don't forget that barn burner between UTEP and Jacksonville State. Uh, we're going to get that cooking as well. Uh, but right now, uh, we go to my guy in New York, the one, the only, John Jastrzemski. It's a big week for him, of course. Uh, personal life as well. Uh, here, the Ringer Podcast, New York, New York. Good to have him. Johnny, what's up, baby? Uh, Carver, I made it. I was a little nervous about 1025 because my ramp to the Brooklyn Bridge was closed. But when the uh, world is away, so I'm in the green room at SNY. I'm ready to talk shop with you and all as well. So it's up there. Yeah, and listen, you got it. You get up there fast. That's a nice, like, uh, that elevator ride up there. I've been up there in the SNY studios also. That's a nice elevator ride. Blasted right up there in the new One World Trade. you got to love it. Um, let's start. We're going to get into some NFL totals. That's really what we're going to do. But we have to take some swings at the Yanks uh, before we move on to that. So me and you obviously have been talking about this for a long time with this team. You do it all the time on your on your pod, on New York, New York. You do it on the pod. Um, I get my wax in whenever I can. This has to be, and there's really no comparison. The, I mean, I'm thinking about my adult life, and I know this sounds very spoiled because Yankee fans can get that way, but they haven't had a losing season in almost 30 years, so it's, uh, you know, it's hard to compare. This is by far the most embarrassing season I can remember since I was a kid, and I'm talking about as when I was a kid, late 80s, early 90s. This is disgraceful, Johnny, uh, what the Yankees have put forth this year. Now four games under 500 have lost eight games in a row uh, as they're about to turn. the. And I got the guy again yesterday after the game saying, oh, you know, we're, we're, we just got to get on a little bit of a roll. Would this guy stop already, Johnny? My God. It's tough to take. You nailed it, Mike. It is hands down, no questions asked. The worst Yankee season of our individual lifetimes. When you consider... What they did in bringing back Aaron Judge for a gazillion dollars, they have Garrett Cole pitching to a Cy Young level, and yet they're a bunch of games under 500. They're nine out in the wild card. They are dead to rights in the middle of August, and it's a team that's delusional, Mike. We've talked about this all the time, and we don't want to toot our own horns, but let's be honest, we were right about this. The Yankees carried themselves the last couple of years like a team that has won multiple championships, like a team that has been in a World Series a bunch, when they haven't, they've fallen short, they've been stuck in their ways, and what you ended up getting was a situation where they put out of their minds for three months last year. They were a 500 team in the second half of the year. They were lucky to be Cleveland in the first round. Let's be honest. They should have won that series to Cleveland in the first round. Then they get to the Astros. They didn't belong on the same freaking field as the Astros. And I was talking about this with Frank Cora today, who's on my podcast coming up on Wednesday. He did that series. It was not close between those two particular teams. And they basically decided, Mike, hey, guess what? We're going to run it back and just add Carlos Rodon. That's as delusional as it gets. So in many ways, this is owed to the Yankees. This is due for the Yankees. They need to make wholesale change. Will they do it? Cashman's not going anywhere. But can they get somebody outside the organization? Can they get a real manager in? Can they go and spend some money in the offseason? Can they actually develop a prospect or two? That is what is in front of them. Otherwise, this situation is not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. You're 100% right. And as much as we like to sit here, and me and you have done it for a long time, and hammer the manager, which I get, 
and it's deserved because he's not a good manager. I've said for years they'll never win with this manager. They will never win with this guy. He just got no feel. He's a player, you know. He's a, he's a corporate suit that gets put up there uh, to do the talking to the media. There's still, I think, there's more blame to Cashman uh, at this point because those teams from 17 to 19, they were right there. They were on the doorstep, and they were a couple of moves away from maybe being a legitimate team that could win a World Series. And they just kept running it back and running it back and running it back. And like you said, now they're paying for all of that running it back. I, I, and it stuns me. And you're right. He's not going to go anywhere. They're not going to get rid of Cashman because the owner is lazy. And he's lazy, and he doesn't want to have to do the work of actually bringing somebody else in to run his baseball team while he sits there counting all his money from the 43000 buying Heineken's in center field, Johnny. It's, it's amazing. It really is. Well, I think what's going to be humbling, though, for him, and you know this, Mike. Oh, September. <laughs> September's going to be humbling for him. Uh, outside, of that, outside of that old-timers day, when they had Jeter and all the other 98 Yankees there on that Saturday afternoon, I don't care if it's Friday night, a Tuesday night, or a Sunday afternoon, Yankee Stadium is going to be ghost town. And that's when it's going to hit them. So I'm just hoping, and Cashman, remember, got that big fat contract extension after last year. So that's another element that you got to throw into play here. But they desperately need some new voices in that organization. They do. I mean, I don't know how you look at this year and feel proud and feel like you're moving in the right direction with the brain trust as is. I mean, Mike, if they're going to run it back with this group, as is next year, then the Yankees should just announce lifetime contracts for both of these guys, as far as I'm concerned. You know, you're right in this aspect. This is and has the potential, and not has the potential, it's going to be the first legitimate ghost town September Yankee Stadium in 30 years. Because when you think about it, the year that they also were out of it in September was 2008. But you had a couple things going on there, including obviously the last year of the old Yankee Stadium. So they were going to get people in there no matter what that September, even though that team really had no shot and it was a 500 baseball team with Girardi as the manager. They they were going to get Gates because it was the last year of the old place. That ain't happening this year. And I am interested to see just how bad it can get. Because I think the last time I talked to you maybe on your pod – I said, I can't believe that there's still 40,000-plus 40 people in there every night with, with how bad the product's been. But that's got to turn, uh, no doubt, at some point. And I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't, know, I don't know how they change everything over. But they're very arrogant and very stubborn, uh, and they deserve everything that they're going to get. Uh, that's for sure, Johnny, no doubt. Uh, Mets, uh, same thing. It's, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think that... The Yankees would be able to be more embarrassing than the Mets this year, Johnny, but they somehow pulled it off. It's pretty amazing. Well, at least the Mets, though, acknowledged the fact that their team was not working and they made changes and they ended up gutting the entire operation. Um, I, I give the Mets credit for that because they realized in July it wasn't working. You know, in hindsight, Mike, the Yankees should have traded off pieces. And we said it at the time, too. Now, they didn't have a Verlander or Scherzer to trade. That's a little different. They're not going to trade Garrett Cole, right. who's locked up and is in the prime of his career and is one of the best pitchers, if not the best pitcher in all baseball. You're not going to do that if you're the Yankees. But the likes of Bader and Peralta and uh, King and Holmes, they should have looked to move those guys. And they should have been real with where they were at a couple of weeks ago. I mean, since the trade deadline, they've done nothing but lose, did Nothing but lose. And oh, from the Mets sick. standpoint, look, 
you know, the Mets have actually played a better brand of baseball since they've made some trades. I mean, Alonzo and Dora have been red hot. I mean, it would have been nice if those guys had hit in games that really mattered for the New York Mets. You know, right. they didn't have that happen. So now they're going to, you know, it's crazy. You're going to look at Alonzo's stats. He's going to have close to 50 home runs. You're going to look at Lindor's stats. Lindor's a, he's a good player. I don't want to rag on the guy. But yeah, when I but... see these war stats, I mean, you, you texted me this the other day, so I'm bringing it up, and it's, it, it's yeah. worth mentioning. The idea that somebody's going to sit there and tell me that Francisco Lindor this season belongs in the same sentence as Mookie Betts and Ronald Acuna and Shohei Otani is an idiot. Okay? I mean, it's really as simple as that. If you're going to sit there and tell me that Lindor belongs in the same sentence as those guys, you're certifiably insane. Uh, I agree. Uh, absolute nonsense. I forget what that exactly uh, what that X exactly war. was. In case you're wondering, X war. X war. X war. That's here. It is. <laughs> I found it. Francisco Lindor is now fourth in the NL in F war, behind only Betts Acuna, Betts Acuna and Freeman. Honestly, take the calculator and go to bed because he, that guy has not had anywhere near. The same season as those three other guys. But I look, good for him. He's padding the stats, homered again tonight. Alonzo Homers, he's suddenly caught fire. It's, you know, like you said, you're going to get there on September 28th, and the years are going to look pretty good, uh, but they're really not going to be. Uh, one more minute here, and then we'll come back and do the football. Who do you like right now? Braves and Dodgers look way too strong. American League pretty open. I'm really starting to dig Seattle, Johnny, in the AAL. It's funny you say that. I have a ticket, Mike, on Seattle from the beginning of the year to win the World Series. And wow! I do. I dropped it in the chat. You should know this. But What'd you get him you at? Know what it is, Mike? I, I, I want to say at least 20 to 1. Yeah, it's got to be Seattle at least that. kind of sexy at the beginning of the year. They were yeah. getting a lot of love at the beginning of the year. And, dude, I, I thought that ticket was, uh, was a goner. I didn't think there was going to be much to discuss. I mean, they traded away Paul Seawall, for goodness sakes. Right. They have pitching. Julio Rodriguez has caught fire. I mean, they were they swept the Astros. They're only a half game behind the Astros, and they're a handful of games behind the Texas Rangers. Look, I think, and this is the shame of it from a Yankee perspective, this is the most wide-open American league we've seen in a while because the Astros, yeah. yes, they got the pedigree. They're not the same team that they've been. Um, no. Think about Texas, the Orioles. There are a lot of teams that can go and win this thing, dude. A lot of teams. They cer- certainly can. John Jastrzemski with us. We're going to come back to some NFL uh, futures with him as well. Carver and Lisi, Sports Grid Radio. We're back after the. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. Carver and Lisi with you. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 159. Carver's solo mission tonight, Sands Lisi, he's out on assignment. He'll be back Wednesday to break down uh, UTEP and Jacksonville State for you. Uh, he'll have you. The FIU, La Tech, uh, he'll be all over it. Uh, John Jastrzemski is with us, of course. New York, New York podcast, Ringer and Spotify. All right, we took some uh, wax at the Yankee pinata. Now let's look at some NFL futures as we are two weeks away uh, on Thursday night. God, it can't get here fast enough. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, quickly, Johnny, let's start with... The team in town for you, which is one of them at least, is the Jets because they're getting so much, so much juice uh, right now with Hard Knocks and with Aaron Rodgers, or, or shall we say, Hard Knocks uh, training camp with Aaron Rodgers is what they really should have called it, uh, considering he's the main focus. But um, I, me and you have been pretty, pretty good with this. Uh, we've said it a billion times. I'm not buying all the nonsense, uh, especially since you can get all the shiny toys you want in the world. You can get Dalvin Cook. You can have uh, great wide receivers like I think they do with Garrett Wilson. You can get a 40-year-old uh, multiple-time MVP winning quarterback. But when you can't block, all that stuff falls apart real fast, Johnny. You're not wrong about that, Mike. And look, I think Aaron Rodgers, if he's given time to throw, he will still be able to make throws. But this is a guy who did not play well for Green Bay last season. This is a guy who's clearly not as mobile as he once was. This is not going to be the same Aaron Rodgers running around like crazy. He's just not that sort of quarterback now at this stage in his career. And I think the Jets' season really boils down to two things, in my opinion. One, the offensive line and whether or not that unit can find answers. And I think the jury's very much out on that. The other one is the head coach. I don't know if Robert Sala is primetime material. I don't. Uh, I have not been overly impressed in his first two games, first two years. All right, the defense has been solid. Uh, I think game management at times leaves a lot to be desired, and it's pretty simple for him. If he can't get this team to the postseason, he's out. There's no way in the world he's coaching the team next year if they're not a postseason team. I think it's all about surviving those first six weeks, Mike. I think if the Jets yeah. can go 3-3 three and three in their first six – they set themselves up pretty nicely to get to nine or ten wins to get themselves into the postseason. But that six-game stretch, your team at Dallas, New England at home, who they never beat, Kansas never. City, Philadelphia, who they have never beaten in the history of the New York Jets, and there's another tough game that I'm blanking on. Uh, Denver. Gotta find a way the to Denver game out in Denver. Denver. Oh, of course, the revenge game for Sean Payton and company wanted to stick it to Hackett. A lot of that game became a lot more fascinating, all things considered. Yeah. Look, a lot of sharps are going to like the under. I'm not going to touch the total. My gut feel, Ooh. though, go under. I think the Jets are a nine and eight team. That's my gut feel. I think the Jets go nine and eight. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's going to be right there. You know that I've already played the under. Uh, under's now even money, by the way. Uh, minus 122 to the over uh, for that nine and a half. But um, I could see things going in a bad way for them, especially if they don't fix their offensive line problems. The Giants, surprisingly to me, JJ, are seven and a half win total right now. After last year, 
They get Jones back, get Barkley back. I think that they've upgraded a couple of positions. I get it. Uh, much harder schedule than they had a year ago. But over 7.5, minus 104, that's surprising to me. Yeah, me too. Now, I have to be fair on this, Mike. Normally a team like the Giants, with their Regress. situation, easy schedule last year, first-year coach, no expectations. These are normally the teams I circle and say I'm going to fade them and I'm going to go under in the next year. The reason I'm not with this group, they got a lot better. I think Darren Waller, if he can stay on the field, he's going to be an absolute monster. He is going to be a guy that is going to be Daniel Jones' favorite target. He's going to make plays left and right. I think the defense is going to be that much better second year under Wink Martindale. And you know this because you had him in Buffalo. I think Brian Dable's fantastic. So the schedule may be tougher, but to me, Mike, they're in the right conference. That's what's going in the Giants' yeah. favor. Okay, I think Dallas and Philadelphia are better teams. I'll be the first to tell you that. But why can't the Giants go and win nine games and get into the playoffs again? Why the hell not? So I'm going over yeah. on that. I'll take the Giants at a low total at minus 105, and I think the Giants are probably going to win right around nine games. That's my God. I think both New York teams are in that nine-win type of range. I'm with you. Uh, I think that after Dallas, Philadelphia, and and obviously I guess you have to put San Francisco in there clearly, um, I don't think that there's a clear fourth best team and fifth best. You know, I, I think that next tier in the NFC is wide open. And whether it's the Giants in Seattle who both uh, made the playoffs last year, maybe the Rams jump back up into it with Stafford and Cup healthy. Maybe, And I'll tell you, I'm on the Packers here, Johnny. I like what I've seen from Love so far. I know it's hard to take a lot from preseason, but they still have a pretty decent roster. I know Rodgers out, but this kid in, I think the Packers are a surprise. I might, might play them for division. I'm going to play them for over. I, I'm looking at them really hard right now. I can understand that because you want to find value in that division. I mean, the Detroit Lions, who have not won a playoff game in about 40 years, uh, are no favored to win the NFC North. So I, I think everybody has kind of fallen in love with Campbell and Goff and St. Brown and a lot of the guys they have on that team. They are more talented than they've been in years past, but I'm just weary of the idea of the Lions being a favorite. You know, I thought about that division a lot. I thought I was going to get in bed with Chicago, but their defense is just putrid. They might be able to score points. They might be better than they've been in years past. Their defense is just not ready to make that sort of jump. I actually think, Mike, believe it or not, there's value with the Minnesota Vikings. I can't mm -hmm. believe I'm saying that because they were so lucky and so fortunate to win as many games as they did last year. But it sure seems like everybody now is out on the Vikings. They don't believe in the Vikings, blah, blah, blah. They still got Justin Jefferson. They still have Kirk Cousins. I don't think the loss of Cook is that big a deal because they got Madison there. And if Brian Flores, who is a tremendous defensive mind, can fix that defense, I think it's worth a flyer on the Vikings to go win the division for the second straight year at plus 350, plus 300. Think along and hard about that one, big boy. All right, give me a couple totals that you've already circled. Maybe you've played them already or you got your eye on them uh, as we get a little closer to the start of the season. All right, I got two teams I really like, one in the AFC, one in the NFC. Uh, I'll start with the NFC team. There's value in the NFC South. I'm sorry. I'm not buying the idea of Dennis Allen leading any team as a favorite in the yeah. NFC South. Let's go. I'm looking at the Atlanta Falcons. I'm Let's at the go. Falcons I point them to win the division. That is going to be a family play. 
And I understand Desmond Ritter is the quarterback, right? Like, there are major questions about being – They're going to run it. Any talent or any ability. (laughs) But when you got B. John Robinson and Cordero Patterson, and then you throw in Drake London, you throw in Kyle Pitts, you throw in an offensive coach who's gotten the most out of mediocre quarterbacks, Mariota, Tannehill, just to name a few, and you're in the right division. I'm out on the Buccaneers. I think Carolina is not ready, not even close to ready with the rookie quarterback and the first-year head coach. I think Atlanta is the play in the NFC. And in the AFC, Mike, it's a tough division. But I like the Cleveland Browns. I think Deshaun Watson, a full year in that offense. I love their running attack led by Nick Chubb. They got guys who get after the quarterback. They have a solid offensive line. I think the Cleveland Browns are going over their win total. They're going to be a playoff team. And I think they're alive to win the AFC North. I really do. That's uh, Joe's not here tonight, of course. Uh, Joe has been buying big time on the Browns as well, JJ. That's uh, been one team that Joe has been banging the drum here with me uh, for the last couple weeks. He's buying uh, big time, uh, that's for sure. Uh, NFC and AFC. Kind of maybe, look, we know who the chalk is. We know who, you know, obviously every year it's Kansas City. I mean, we might want to try to go after them with either Buffalo or Cincinnati. But AFC is, uh, you know, it's deep. They got a lot of quarterbacks in there. Is there anybody outside of the big three in the AFC you want to take a long shot with? And obviously we already said the NFC is very open. uh, And it sounds like you might be willing to take a shot with Minnesota or Atlanta or Green Bay there for an NFC championship. You know, the NFC, it, it might be wide open, but at the end of the day, I think San Francisco's going to the Super Bowl. I really do. I think they're the most loaded roster. Wow. I think Shanahan's due to get back to one. Yeah, I'm big on the Niners. I, I like the Niners a lot. I love their roster across the board. And I'm not picking Philly again. Been there, done that. I just I, I don't like the team that loses the Super Bowl. So I'm, I'm going San Francisco. I'll maybe find a long shot. The problem is I don't like any of those teams in the NFC. Now in the AFC, I like Cleveland. The other one I'm going to give you, Mike, and I, for what it's worth, I think I'm picking your team. I'm not officially decided yet, but I think I'm going to have a Buffalo-San Francisco Super Bowl. I think that's going to be the official J.J. Wow. pick a record. We're not there yet, your but I'm leaning that God's direction. Ears. But my team, though, Mike, I, I, I don't even love them to win the division. I don't think you're getting enough value. Uh, I like them to make the playoffs, which is, I think, an even money bet. But I think the yeah. Dolphins, with all the talent they have on that roster, they're going to be willing to add. Fangio comes in. I think that defense is going to be so much better than it's been. And you're basically bent on Tua to play. I mean, that's the issue. Is Tua going to be able to go and play 17 weeks, or is he going to play 15 to 17 and be there when Miami needs him the most? Listen, look at the record when he plays each of the last two years. The Miami Dolphins are an outstanding team when that is the case. So, to me, from a value standpoint, Miami and Cleveland in the AFC – in the NFC, it's tough finding one. I'm intrigued by Seattle. I don't even – you know what it is, Mike? I can't envision somebody other than San Fran, Dallas, or Philly going to the Super Bowl. But, like, right. the Seahawks, they were a playoff team. They had a really good draft. They have a terrific coach. You could sell me on the Seahawks, perhaps. And, look, we were talking about this on the TV show today. You look at what they've done to rebuild their offense the past couple years, and having Metcalf and Lockett, and then you add Smith and Jigba to that mix, and then last year, obviously, Kenneth Walker in the backfield. Like, they have a very explosive offensive team now, and if Geno could just do the things that he did last year, 
they might be right back in the mix uh, because that offensive talent is so good. So I don't mind it at all, Johnny. Uh, taking a little swing with the Seahawks uh, and the Dol- your Dolphins, eleven to one right now to win the AFC, uh, eleven to one. And yeah, I was just playing to win the, the Super Bowl at that point, Mikey. I was yeah, just playing to win yeah, the Super Bowl. I agree. I, I think I, I agree. I think that's what you bet on, and and it's tough. Don't get me wrong. You got Mahomes. You got Allen. You got Burrow. You got Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. See, that's the problem. Dude, you could take any of those mid-tier teams, Baltimore, Miami, Cleveland, you put them in the NFC, I'd be like, wow, I'm really ready to invest. Tough to invest when you know the behemoths are all waiting for them. You know what I mean, dude? It's tough in the AFC. Uh, Twenty-one to one for the Dolphins to win the whole thing as of this moment. Uh, JJ, great uh, stuff as always. I may yes. have uh, I may have placed a wager in uh, Arizona right after the Super Bowl, and I think I got thirty-five to one on the Miami Good for Dolphins. You. That's hey. So, I mean, look, uh, if it's if it's your team. That's uh, and listen. Sometimes, uh, you know, you get you see a number like that, you know, it ain't gonna be there when the season starts. You might as well go and grab it. So, uh, tremendous job by you, my man. Uh, thanks as always for jumping on. I will talk to you soon. Congrats are in order. You got a big week ahead of you, my man, and I will see you on Friday. <laughs> I'll see you on the dance floor. Be ready to roll, okay? Yeah, there you go. John Jastrzemski, uh, of course, New York, New York, The Ringer, Spotify. Catch him on SNY as well. Spending a few minutes with us on Carver and Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. We're back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. Carver and Lisi with you. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM 159 here. On a Monday night on the grid. So uh, let me get you up to date with some things. Great stuff from JJ there. Uh, so 28 to 26. The Ravens lead the Commanders. There's just under three minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. The Ravens had a 28-20 lead. The Commanders scored uh, Jake Fromm to Jarrett Patterson touchdown with about four minutes left. They went for the two to tie it, and they did not get it. So the Ravens right now up a deuce. Washington has the football back right now. 
And where are they right now? Second and 14 from their own five. So they got a long way to go here as Baltimore is going to try to hold on to win their 25th consecutive preseason game, uh, which would be a nice job by them uh, if they can get it done. And that will, of course, uh, they'll try to make it 26 next week and carry it on for another year. Uh, Third and seven now for them. And it looks like they're going to pick up a first down and continue to move as they're going to get to the two-minute warning here. Uh, so first and ten, from to Allen for 12 yards, and that moves the sticks. Uh, so Washington at the two-minute warning. There is no two-minute warning, I guess, in preseason. The clock is, or is there. Clock stops. Clock goes. I guess there is a two-minute warning. You never know with preseason football. they got so many dopey rules and everything going on, but there is going to be. Two-minute warning. Out they go. 28-26. Washington will try to drive the field, maybe get themselves a Joey Sly field goal to uh, end that Baltimore Raven preseason win streak. Carver and Lisi, Sports Grid Radio. we got another hour to go. On the grid. Carver here, solo, no Lisi. We're back. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.